Welcome to the Comedian's Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Clausen. Join my husband, stand-up comedian Leland Clausen, and I as we chat with guests about marriage, family, work, and everything in between. On today's episode, we have Johnny Diaz and his wife, Libby. Um, and Johnny, you are a musician, so it's a little bit different this time. We've been interviewing a lot of comedians and and a few well, authors. Okay, but- on the road with Johnny in Marriage Date Night, there's two comedians and Johnny, supposed to be the musician, but we all say he's the funniest one on the tour. Yes. Oh. So, oh, wow. It's a consensus. You are. You're the funniest guy. <laughs> like nice thing to say amazing it hurts to say it like like (laughs) believe me it's painful for me to say but it's the truth Uh. maybe he's just finally in a a place where his humor is appreciated i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i wish my music was appreciated here (laughs) yeah 80s metal i'm gonna touch that one yeah she loves when i sing 80s metal to her uh can you uh I mean, nobody likes talking about themselves, but can you tell us a little bit about the the music, your journey? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Well, I'll tell people at home. We uh, didn't record the first half hour of this interview, so we have to redo it. <laughs> so it's super painful for all of us now. <laughs> His singles breathe more beautiful. You we we got to talk about them again, even though we just did. It's all good. I will. I'm thrilled to talk about myself any chance I get. <laughs> um, what do you want to know? So I, I've been the doing same music stuff we wanted to know the first time. Yeah, <laughs> same stuff. <laughs> Try and give you a different answer. See if we can keep it fresh. Um, so I've been doing music 15 years. Um, Twelve of those have been uh, more like with a label. So getting songs, you know, on the radio and being, so the first few years were just kind of independent traveling around the Southeast United States. And, uh, and then about 12 years ago, I signed with a label and, um, put out a song called more beautiful you. And it kind of shocked all of us. It, my, it was my very first song to radio and it went number one. And so suddenly I was on all these tours going across the country and, um, and, we always kind of said like, it felt like music was like one step at a time moving forward. And all of a sudden on that point, it was like, we were sprinting. Like we had to kind of hold on to where God was taking it and mm-hmm. how much I was able to be on the road during that time. Um, so how did the two of you guys meet? Let me take that one. Sure. Okay. I took it last time. Oh, so by the way, for, for our listeners at home, Libby is short for Elizabeth. A lot of, a lot of yes. people don't know that, but I of course know that. <laughs> <laughs> I may have asked the first time we recorded this, but it's not your business. Anyway, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Most of my life. Um, Okay, so we met, um, I guess, in Tallahassee, Florida State. We'll give credit to Florida State University slash Facebook, the Facebook. (laughs) Facebook, Um, We were on the front runners of the meeting online situation slash Facebook. Um, So I was still going to school and Johnny had graduated, but like a year before, I think, I don't know, but you were mm-hmm. still living in Tallahassee. And we first started talking on AOL Instant Messenger because <laughs> we were Facebook friends. Kids, yeah. it's like texting, but a lot less convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so true. And um, then then we met and then we got married immediately. No, like wow. a year later, a year and a half later. Um 
So we have three kids. Charlie Grace is five, Dodger is three, and then Duke is one. And we have a fur baby, Rudy, He's hanging out of there. He's like 10, but I forget how old <laughs> he is. I've never heard that before, a fur baby. I like that. Oh, have you not heard that? No. And, and just so our listeners at home know, earlier she threw a, a knife. Was it a knife cover at the dog? Yeah, it wasn't a knife. It was a knife, <laughs> knife cover. It was what I had um, access to, but he was he was. A- He's got a hot spot, yeah. and he keeps licking it. So <laughs> it's for his own good yeah, that we throw things. Good. Good. <laughs> I didn't throw it at him. I threw it next to him. Oh, this is totally different. This is totally compelling podcast material right here. I'm, I'm describing. I don't know what went wrong. I described all the jokes. Um, <laughs> this is a variation on one of Johnny's favorite quotes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So how long so have you guys been married? 12 years. 12 years. Why do you and always break up the fun with your stupid Johnny, questions? <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> have you always been touring the entire time you guys have been together? We have, or I have. So that I, I would say that that's kind of a, a blessing for us is that from day one, before she ever met me, um, I was already pursuing music. So she knew kind of what the dream was and what I felt like God was calling me into and against her better judgment, she <laughs> updating me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Cause there's, I, I think it just kind of leaves less room for bitterness as things start to develop. Now, now granted, we probably had no real understanding of what that might look like. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point, you know, I was gone some weekends and that was about it. Um, and then suddenly it got to where I was gone 150 shows, which is probably over 200 days a year, you know, flying around. And so it wasn't, I don't think we were prepared, but at the same time we had kind of both uh, agreed to it, if you will, like this is, this is the dream. This is what yeah. God's calling us to do. Yeah. And Libby, mm-hmm. so Libby, what do you do? I know that you've got lots going on. You're not just a mom to three little guys. You're also, I think you you own and run a gym. Is that correct? So yes, uh, we started the gym officially like five years ago, but beyond that, two and a half years, seven and a half years ago. Get my numbers straight. I just started working out um, at the park with some friends, and so that's kind of where it started to grow. Um, and so now we have a gym. Um, and Johnny's actually, uh, has a really big hand in that. And I, we joke and say like, if it weren't for Johnny, the lights wouldn't be on and the IRS would be after us. And then for me, I just love the people and I want to hang out with people all the time and just work out. Um, so that's kind of what we've been doing for the last kind of seven and a half years. Um, and it's been a really great thing for us. I think it's been, um, a good challenge for us to learn how to work together because in the very first year of our marriage, I was, oh boy. I know I was Johnny's booking agent and I like to use air quotes because I don't think I ever booked anything. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. Are you a booking agent if you never book a show? Is that that's a real question? Not a successful one. <laughs> very correct in that statement. So, um, and from that first year, we kind of thought to ourselves, like we should never work together right. ever. Like this is, never do this again. Why? Um, Why would you never work together? Was it, I, um, his expectation of what a booking agent should do is like book shows. <laughs> he said he's way crazy, too big of expectations. Yeah. Totally unrealistic. <laughs> no, I think if we're completely honest, yeah. um, that, like some bitterness grew. Yeah. Um, and I think both ways. So I think from my side, mm-hmm. you know, I would, 
I would say like, okay, you know, how many, how many calls did you make today? And you know, expecting her to say like 40 and she'd be like two, but I, but I hung up before they could answer. Cause I was scared. And so like, I think I just kind of got bitter yeah. that I, I was, I was like, oh, she's not trying or I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. And then she, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but my guess would be that you were bitter because you were you were put into a role that was just way outside of your strengths and way outside of your gifting, mm-hmm. and um, and and it was a tough like she she's not a salesperson at all, and it was a tough mm-hmm. sell. Like back then, it was like, hey, I know you've never heard of this guy ever or any of his music, but you should still pay him to come play some songs for you. <laughs> right. Like that's not not an easy thing to sell, right? Mm-hmm. And so. I just think that's for us, it's, it's like when I'm was. calling for shows for me now. <laughs> I got some stuff yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> you should do a bit on the phone for them and see yeah. if they like it. <laughs> you got a picture. I got really big hands. Trust me on this. I can only hear it. I do this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. Go yeah, it just, just I think a lot of bitterness. And, and, and we were okay to say like, yeah, lesson learned. We're just not supposed to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you fast forward to the gym. And there's something so different about it. Um, I think I think now we've learned that how necessary we both are to the success of it, and that we we have our lanes, and we need to stay in those lanes, and not and okay. and not and kind of support each other, but not get in the way. Um, okay, but mm-hmm. but having I knew how this the gym started. You were you were doing some some uh, working out, and it just built and built and built. Who decided? You know what? this is probably a, a business or a viable business. Was that Johnny that drove that? Or were you like, no, I think I'm going to do that. And then he, can you help me? Or, or how did that work? So I think it was a dream that I had, but it was the, I'm not a very detailed person. So getting from like um, step from steps one to 100, like that I get lost between the two. And so that's hard for me to kind of really, dial in and see. Um, and Johnny came in one day to our little workout space. He's like, okay, so there's 20 people here, seven people signed in to your little sign in situation that you have. And, um, you know, five of them owe you money. Uh, so (laughs) I think this is something, but we have to get on it to some degree. And it kind of came to the point, it was kind of a pivotal moment where we either just have to say like, okay, this was fun for a few years um, and we have to just kind of pull the plug and stop, or are we going to really go for it and get a long-term lease an actual brick and mortar and just really see where this can go. And I remember having a conversation with Johnny saying, okay, like this has been my baby. This is something I've pursued and just slow organic grow. If we do this, I was also pregnant at the time with our first child. I'm like, kind of seeing where that was going. I'm like, if we do this, like this has to be your baby and I will support you in how it can be successful. But like that, it's, it's not in my strength to take it from that level on. So from there on, I think you really did take on that role of owner and manager. And then like my role of just kind of supporting that and staying in my lane to do what I do well, kind of came together in a really like beautiful way. Yeah. So that's, would and you agree? For sure. And we also, we had grown it. I, I had started helping a little bit in the last like year before we actually opened up the gym um, and it had grown and grown and grown. And then we ended up getting kind of kicked out of our temporary space. And so 
it was this thing of like, man, we have all these members. Like we, we actually have kind of a business here. It, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be profitable. We have the, the foundation, right? And so it just allowed us as we sign, you know, nowhere wanted to sign less than a five-year lease. And I'm like, we are committing to pay more money than we've ever even had in our lives over the next five years. Mm-hmm. So if we do this, like I kind of need to be able to run with the business side. Like, mm-hmm. and I know she's so sweet. She would do it for free for everybody. <laughs> like, um, and, and so we just kind of had that understanding of like, if we're going to do this and commit to a five-year lease, um, it kind of needs to be run a little bit more like a real business. And that's where I can come in and help. Yeah. That's and a so, big strength of yours. Yeah. And so it's, it's been good. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's just kind of the story of kind of how we started and how we kind of found our lanes. And now we work together and I would say we work really well together now. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Okay. We, now we didn't, we talked about this earlier and I hate to make you talk about this again, but I think this is an important question to have. Uh, and then we'll relate it back to Jim later, but kids on the road with kids. Um, can you talk a little bit about that again? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah when, when johnny's on the road and you're at home with kids because you're also doing some work with the, with the gym when he's not there mm-hmm. as well and so yeah can you talk a little bit about that uh so when johnny's gone um it, that has been a challenge because we don't have any family here in nashville and since i'm not usually on top of when he's leaving it's usually like <laughs> a last minute phone call to mom or his mom they're like, can you come up in five days? We need help. Um, and they're usually really gracious and will hop on a flight to come up to help us. Um, and we, I, I don't mind being at home with all three of them. Of course, it's going to be hard, but I surely don't mind it. And um, one thing that we kind of learned from the very beginning when he would travel so much, and I'm grateful you don't travel as much as you used to, to be honest. For sure. Like if you traveled a hundred or 200 days a year with three kids, this conversation might be different. <laughs> um, but it has decreased quite a bit. Tell us about how your marriage used to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, when he, when we first moved to Nashville and Johnny was traveling a lot, I went to this um, wives of musicians kind of get together and they had a panel of women who had had their husbands in the industry for years and years and years. I just imagine a, bu- a bunch of angry women at this. <laughs> no, they were someone who were trying to help us younger folks. Oh, okay. who didn't know anything. When you, descri- that was the whole when you described it earlier, I thought you were just talking about like they all met in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> they were all just mad and drinking. Trap talk. Oh, I'm actually <laughs> impressed that there is such a thing. Like that you ha- there is a support kind of community yeah. for musicians' wives. There is nothing like that for comedians' wives at all. <laughs> So that's there's this really po- cool. there's this podcast. That's how bad it is. Most, most comedians can't find a wife. Right. That's oh, the thing. Right. There's that's not a whole lot of comedians' wives out there, so that doesn't help. But no, that's really cool. So, anyways, so sorry. So yeah. So we went. To, I went to this thing, and one of the ladies on the panel was just saying, however she worded it, um, just what did I, I? I forgot how I worded it. What did I say? <laughs> when um, when even if you're having a hard time when you're husband is gone. Just try to make him feel like you're doing okay. Yes, it's going to be hard, but the best thing you can do for him as he's um, serving the Lord, doing like what he feels like he's called to do is allowing him that freedom that you're okay at home by yourself. 
Um, and, and there's a really fine line to, of course, like not like lying or whatever, <laughs> but you're not okay. But just, I guess, putting that stress, stress or pressure on you of me, like sobbing because I'm home by myself type of thing. Right. Um, Pretty sure I explained this way better the first time. Um, so good, everybody. Out. Just so you know, it was so good yeah. before. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I think that there's um, that we can have road guilt, you know, just mm. being out on the road and leaving leaving our spouses behind with all these tasks or, or kids or both or whatever. And um, or just being alone. I, I've always appreciated Libby. Never like it's not like she's lying or bottling it all up or anything, but she's just been very aware of like not throwing it on me, you know, like realizing like I'm not called to play music. We are called for me to play music. And that's a big difference. Right. And so how does that affect her? Well, you know, just not just, you know, allowing me or putting up with me hitting the road, but like supporting me and and making it easier for me to go out on the road and especially now with three kids, like mm-hmm. letting me know, like, hey, I got this. Like, the kids are good. I'm good. This is out there is where you're supposed to be. And I'd be a bad wife if I didn't, you know, want you out there where God's called you to be. And I, I think that she just does a great job of kind of finding that balance, right? Like, yeah. you never want to, like, uh, you know, it's all rainbows and butterflies and you never actually talk about how hard it is. But just finding the balance between that and then just also making, you know, while I'm actually out on the road, probably isn't the best time to completely crash and tell me how hard it is. Maybe we can talk about that when I get home, you know? At first thing, as soon as you get home, say that. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Waiting for me at the door with tears <laughs> in my eyes. I will say that the 24 hours before he leaves and when he comes home, I think are the, just the most challenging mm-hmm that like transition in and out of the house. I don't know if y'all can absolutely yeah. to that as well, but it's yeah. just, you know, you're breaking up your norm again and then trying to get back into it. It's just a really tough time yeah. before and after. Yeah. And we've actually, uh, one interesting thing now, especially with kids um, is just when I get home, we're both just exhausted and, and rightfully so. Like she's just like, I've been alone with three kids for four days I'm exhausted. You take over. And I'll say I've been in four states in four days on all these flights. I just need to put my feet up. Plus I've been uh, having to hang out with Leland. Yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> um, no. And so I, I think just understanding like neither one of us is wrong. Like we are both rightfully exhausted. And so how do we kind of come together and support each other in that? Yeah. So what would you guys say has been the biggest challenge? Is it just actually being apart or what would you say has been the hardest, hardest thing to overcome? From my perspective, it's having to be self-reliant to some degree, whether when I was by myself before we had kids. And then um, now that we have kids, it's just kind of like making all those decisions and just kind of finding the pace of our, our family's life. And, and then, adjusting to that norm when he leaves. Like, how do we figure that out when you go? And then how do we incorporate you back into that norm that we've set? And I don't know, that's kind of my thing. Um, I think for me, probably the hardest part has just been finding the balance in the, um, the quantity. Um, 
I used to think I had to say yes to every opportunity that came in and it just, it wore me out. And honestly, it was, it was going to just cut my career short because I was so whooped and kind of over it. And then, um, about three or four years ago, I just kind of, you know, we started having kids and the, the gym started being a financial provision for us. That was such a blessing that music didn't have to fill that entire role. You know, obviously music is still a part of it, but it's not like the only piece of the puzzle for us. And so I realized like, hey, I can say no to this, you know, to this one show that popped up in the middle of nowhere across the country from where I was the night before. Um, I'm allowed to say no to that. And that actually, I think because learning that and bringing that number down from, you know, 120, 130 shows a year to like 40 or 50 um, is actually going to allow me to do more, more shows in the long run. Cause now I'm not, you know, completely exhausted, completely feeling like I abandoned my, my wife and kids and, and that I have more of their blessing to go do it. Cause it's not, not so much on them either. So you guys, uh, sorry, Carrie, is that okay? If I ask <laughs> another one, have I been hogging it today? No, not at all. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of the same, but except this is, because you've got the 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 road work, you're on you're on the road less gigs, you say, but you're still on the road a bit. Then you got all the kids at home, Libby. You're dealing with that and the business. Like that's those are three. Th- How do you keep all those things balanced? You're talking about a balance earlier in relationship and stuff, but how do you do all three of those things? Because two of those things is what everyone else is having problems with, and you got a third <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Yeah. We um, have worked really hard to create an awesome team uh, with our gym. And um, we still have our roles at the gym and and they're important and they require ours. But at the end of the day, um, our gym could function really well without us. And it wasn't always like that. It's taken years and a lot of work and a lot of, willing willingness to say hey we're gonna find the right people and pay them well so that they stick around so that they're bought in um and and rather than like hey there's this scarcity and we got to keep as much as we can and do as much as we can and so that has been a huge blessing for us knowing that our business has so many dedicated and people who are really bought in to to what it is and what it's supposed to be um, and that just takes so much of that stress away. It becomes kind of more of a joy. Um, and honestly, like we do very, like it started out because she loved fitness and now it's, we, we do very little fitness. Now it's about like leading this team. Yeah. And, um, and so that's like kind of a whole different shift. Um, so that helps a lot. What else, what else plays into that? Hmm. Um, I like to joke and say that, you know, Everybody, um, everybody's plate is full with whatever you have. It's just our plates are different sizes. And so I like to joke that Johnny has like, like a turkey platter kind of size plate. <laughs> That's kind of like one of God's gifts to him. His plate's huge. And I have this like little teacup saucer plate. <laughs> but just kind of the difference. And I, 
I think Johnny is wired to be able to handle a lot of different moving pieces um, in a special way, uh, in especially compared to me. Um, I mean, my plate's full. It's just small. <laughs> and that's, okay. that's okay with me. No, she's belittling the three kids that she's with on a daily basis. That's a full like, plate. Still, yeah. That's a pretty full plate. Right there. Five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. <laughs> that's a big plate. Yeah. Uh, I, I so, do know, you know, but I do know he does because I've heard him working uh, on gym stuff on the road, like when we're mm-hmm. traveling to places, he's calling people and, and doing things. But you know, you said something that jumped out to me because this has always been my problem with almost everything I do. And you said, and you said this about the the gym finding the right people, and then also with your career, you said you got with the right people, and all of a sudden things took off. It's finding the right people. That's not an easy thing to do. Like there's a is, is there there's a skill there that I have never acquired. I I don't have the right people. I do everything on my own. It feels like. <laughs> Would you agree with that? Yeah. And that is that made it more stressful? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, maybe. I think, yeah. I think it's a really hard thing to do, though. I mean, I don't know how that has happened for us, other than just yeah really the Lord's provision. But I, I think what you've asked there is a really, uh, if you could find the answer to that, a lot of people would want to know. <laughs> I definitely don't have the answer. However, I think one thing that I've, I've learned is you can focus on um, the short-term success or the long-term success. And so for instance, when we started our gym, uh, Libby was the only coach and therefore she was the best coach. And then when we started started hiring other coaches, everybody loved Libby. Like she was like all they knew. And so when these other coaches came in, it was like, well, they're not Libby. Like we don't like them as much. And it would have been really easy for us in the short term to look at the short term success and say, you know what? Like you're right. Let's just have Libby keep doing it. And um, but the longer term view says like, yeah. Uh, but let's give them time to develop and let's allow them to make mistakes and allow them to like kind of grow into these roles. And even with my music, like there's been some, some growing pains with I've, I've switched, you know, agencies and I've switched managers and things like that, but like allowing them like, yeah, you didn't do that. Like I would. Um, but I realized like my long-term view allows you to run with this and make mistakes and not do it exactly like I would, but it's going to be better in the long run. So you guys, how has, I'm curious to know what's next for you guys. I'm excited for what you guys have got ahead of you because you guys are still very young. You've got a young family. You kids. What are you kids up to next? (laughs) I'm just excited to hear what is next for you guys. But I also want to know how the pandemic's kind of changed, um, maybe not your goals, but how has it changed your perspective and, and what have you guys learned through that? For sure. Uh, we just bought a house a couple days ago. Congratulations. Um, that we're going to move into. It's, it's in Franklin, Tennessee. And uh, Franklin, just, just for your listeners, is kind of like the Jersey to New York City kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, it's where you can get a little more space. And, and when we moved to Nashville, we've always said since we got married, like, we're never going to get a minivan and we're never going to move to Franklin. And now uh, we're going to drive our check, mini, minivan check. down to Franklin pretty soon to our new house. 
Um, so we're super excited about that. Our kids are going to have a cul-de-sac and a yard and all kinds of fun stuff, a river to play in. And, um, <laughs> um you're going to play in a river. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. Don't worry about oh, it. Man, this sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's just going to be a, a fun, I think new chapter for our family. Um, you know, as far as like the music stuff and the gym stuff, um, I'm not, a, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to put out a new project, which I'm really excited about. And I kind of feel like I'm at this point where I can say, okay, God, whatever you got for me, I'm game. Like if you want to take this EP and give me a number one smash radio single, I'm in. <laughs> uh, but if you don't, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Um, and it's a kind of a peaceful way to put out a project. It's a lot less stressful than how I used to be, which is, Oh God, I hope they like this. Um, and so that's a good, a, a kind of a, a healthier spot for me to be in. I think um, as far as the COVID stuff, um, I will say for sure it has just, I, I've been able to do just a handful of things um, and things that normally I would not have appreciated because maybe um, the shows were small because of we had to keep everybody distanced or something like that. Things where it would have been like, oh, I'm going all the way over here to just play for this many people. Um, suddenly I'm like, hey, I get to play. <laughs> I get to try out some of these new songs and I get to see people. And so I do think it, it, it makes me kind of a, appreciate touring in a way where I haven't in a while. Um, have you missed me? Be honest. Touring with me? Terribly. Yeah. I thought that. I <laughs> yeah. get that a lot. <laughs> um, how about you? Like, what's any of that? Have you missed or? me? Leland's really missed getting attention. Can you tell? <laughs> so, is the question like, what have I learned from COVID? Quit it? Yeah. How did has you it word changed it? your perspective on life or career or anything like that? Or what? How, what's it done for you? I'm, I think there's a lot of positive things that's actually come out of it. I agree. I think um, making sure to say no to things um, moving forward, because it, it was really nice to kind of just not have uh, your schedule like so full kind of because everything was taken away. And so as things are being added back in, making sure that like if I say yes, we say yes as a family, it's really something that's um, going to bring us life. Mm. And choosing that rather than really kind of take away. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's, I can already feel that getting tough as things are starting to feel yeah. not normal, but like mo things are opening back up, schools happening, right. different like little things are happening. So just kind of being aware of that. Mm -hmm. we, we had some really good conversations talking about like the pace and how COVID kind of brought down the pace yeah. of everybody's lives. And we're, we're mm -hmm. like, you'd almost think that we're not in control of that. Right. Like as, <laughs> as everything opens back up and like, you know, life starts to happen, you'd almost think like, Oh, well, it was nice while it lasted here. We got to fill our schedules again. And it's like, no, we, we realize like we're actually in control of our schedules. If we want a more, if we want some blank spots on there, we can create that. Right. Yeah. yeah I love that. Okay. Last question before we let you guys go, how has your faith, um, how has your faith played into working together as a team in your marriage and and with your careers? For me, I'll, I'll get really I'll get really authentic. All right, the first 
first couple of years of our marriage were just tough um, in a lot of ways. And I think without our faith, to be honest, like maybe, I don't know, but I think maybe we would have just said, okay, let's take the easy way and let's like, like, let's start over with somebody else, you know, cause this is hard. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Um, and I think our faith honestly is what kept us together through some of that. And now um, I'm going to be careful to watch your face while I say this, but I think we're in a really good spot. <laughs> um, and I think like 12 years in, like I'm so grateful that we didn't, didn't have the easy way out at, at our disposal. Cause that wasn't an option for us. Like our faith, in God and our commitment to what this marriage is um, really just, just gave us only one option, press through. And and now that we've pressed through, there's so much joy and so much uh, more like just partnership and friendship involved. Like we have a, like, she's just on literally my best friend. And if, yeah. if there's anyone I can hang out with, it's, it, I want to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, without our faith, we, I don't think we'd, we'd have gotten to see that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Um, And then from, I'll speak from like the gym's perspective. Um, The gym has done more than we thought it ever would. And I've kind of always said, like, even if it ended tomorrow, like what the Lord has done with it and the relationships and the friendships that have come out of it, it was like the best two years of my life. It was the best three years of my life. Now it's like been the best like seven years of my life. And we're continuing to say this. And it has been a place for um, I think like us just to love other people really well and just kind of hopefully do what Jesus did. It's just like love others no matter what and be a welcoming place for who, whoever you are, wherever you are in life. Um, And that's, that's what drives the gym um, from the back end is just for people to be loved and to be known. And they thought they were just getting a workout. (laughs) (laughs) They're working out their souls as well. (laughs) Um, Okay, I know you said that was the last question, but uh, do you know what the what what single are you releasing first on this next album? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, (laughs) The the I I have gotten silenced from my record label on that one lately, and uh, so it's probably not a good sign. Uh-oh. <laughs> but we'll see. I'm not sure. I'll let you know when I know. And okay. when can we, like, we're going to watch for it. So when's it supposed to come out? Um, well, I don't know when this comes out, but the, the EP actually comes out October 16th. Boom. Look Boom. for it, everybody. 16th. What's it called? Uh, it's called Hear That Story. Hear That Story. There's a song. Yeah. I, I told you briefly. Yeah, about it. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, there's a song called Hear That Story, too. And it talks about um, how... You know, in the church, we love the the victorious story. We love the person who overcame something and they've like found victory and, and everything. But there's not a lot of room for the person who's still in the midst of the, mm. the battle or still going through stuff or whatever. And so it's it's a song basically saying we need to hear that story, too. We need to hear the authentic, authenticity in that. And so um, that's kind of my my hope for the EP is that it's just an authentic look and um in, in stories that people need. Love awesome. it. Thank you so much for you guys for, for making time to do two podcasts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so great having Appreciate you that. guys. Thank you so much. The first one was better, whoever's listening. Yeah, so much better. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs>